You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's time for... Here we go, here we go, here we go. Kickoff. With Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti. Presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos brought to you by those who drink it. And Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. So exciting, people. And you know how I know it's week 14 and it's the holiday season? A. The studio we sit in looks like Santa's workshop. And B. I saw a traffic cop tell a bus driver where to go this morning walking into the office. Welcome back to New York. It was something. His arms are in the air. It was F this and F that. I go, all right. It is happy holidays. How are you, Boomer? Happy holidays, Mike. (laughs) Welcome back to New York. You know what? I got to tell you, thinking about where we are in the NFL season, most teams have five games left to go, if not all the teams do, except for obviously the Patriots and the Steelers who played Thursday night. You know, this is the sweet spot of the season. This is where you make your run. And this is where teams come out of the blue and make it into the playoffs. And because the Pittsburgh Steelers lost a game to the 2-10 and 10 Pats and the 2-10 and 10, uh, Cardinals, now all of a sudden everybody behind them feels emboldened yeah. that they can actually make a run to the playoffs. Yeah, and, and I'm on, we're going to have a quick word on that game because we have so much to get to and we have an advanced preview. With five games to go, we always do the boomies in the playoffs. We're going to do an advanced preview of the boomies, and I've added some awards to the list. All we'll right. talk about it. We got the picks. Quick note on Thursday night football. Why, again, are the officials at the center of this? Yeah, well, first of all, uh, the Patriots only had one penalty called against them, and I guess uh-huh. I guess there were or, – or the Steelers was. The Steelers had one penalty called against them, and the Patriots had seven called against them, and it's just really when they're called. This is why they become in you know center stage. If you I know a snap infraction, essentially, come on, I that mean, was ridiculous. What actually. are we doing? That that's ticky tacky without question. So here's I think what goes on, Mike. I think the NFL pays attention. They pay attention every single week, and they pay attention to the reaction by the fans on social media and by people like you and me who right. get a chance to talk about it. And I also think that they've try to kind of get the officials to think like football players, like as if you were playing the game, does this really play mean something? Now, if you wanted to look at that Chiefs and Packers game, you could say there was missed calls in that game. uh, You think? Right. But, again, I think the officials are being told, try to let the fellas play some ball here and let them go out there and see if they can do that. And and sometimes 
now these officials are going to be wrong on the other side by not calling me. Yeah, overall, I think it's it, – it, how do I put this politely because it is the holidays? I think we're lacking consistency, and I think we're lacking some quality. NFL officiating has to be better. This is the best league in the world. This is the best sport in the world. Guys, we got to be a little bit better here. So I've talked to referees who have since retired who have said the same thing that you just said. Okay. That the quality of the officiating has gone down. And that's just because of the lack, I think, the lack of qualified candidates, to be honest with right. you. Right, who wants to do the job? It's not an easy job by no. any stretch of the imagination. Nobody says it is, especially for those of us who sit at home and get to watch it in slow motion and know what the call should be Truth. right away. Uh, let's get to the rundown. The NFL Rundown. Never have I been more excited to do the rundown here. Because one one little show told you that the Niners were going to bully the bullies. We got to start with it. To me, Boomer, that's the most impressive singular win of the season league-wide. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. And it didn't start out that way for the Niners offense, who only had three plays, I think, in the first quarter. And then all of a sudden, it kicked into high gear. And, you know, Brock Purdy is right there uh, with uh, Tua Tungavailoa, with Dak Prescott, I think with Tyreek Hill, right all there at the MVP level. Uh, he's playing quarterback exceptionally well. And, you know, the beauty is is that when he, McCaffrey, and Debo Samuel are on the field, they're 16-0 and 0 together, and they've scored 529 points. Think about Jeez. that for a second. That is ridiculous. And, you know, it takes a guy to stand back there and be the orchestrator or the orchestra. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm I'll say. I'll go with it. He's orchestrating the offense. Yeah, that works. So uh, he's the lead, the head guy, and somebody's got to make those throws. But, man, Debo making people miss. You can't tackle that guy in the open field. You know what it is, That's though? what's amazing. The mark of the mark of a great team to me, there were there were two moments in that game, Boomer. Obviously, coming back from 6 nothing, you storm back. But the Eagles answered twice. And the Niners went, here's the deal. You're going to eat pizza. And what I mean by that is we're going to run the ball to the left side. We're going to run behind Trent Williams. And you will do nothing to stop it. And they did it again and again and again. And then, boom, what you just said. A little seven-yard pass to Debo. Let him make magic. That That is the undeniable. They're the only team in the league to me that can tell you what they're going to do, and they're still going to do it. So two things that you uh, deserve credit for. You said – that you felt like the Eagle defense on the second level was going to have problems. Uh, a couple of these passes that Debo broke were either at the line of scrimmage or in the middle of the second level, and he right. broke those tackles, right. hence the problems that you predicted. The other thing that I think we both felt like going into the game uh, last week was that you know the Niner defense was going to have something to say about this. Yeah, And I really do feel like they're one of the better tackling teams in the NFL. I worry about their secondary a little bit. But I have to say, the match within the match, which was won by Lay Johnson, I don't care what anybody says, against Nick Bosa, he won that match. Lane's unbelievable. He is a great football player. He was playing hurt. Always plays hurt. That's he, the thing. Right, and he you don't realize just how good he is until you see him up against one of the best pass rushers in football. To me, Lane Johnson won his battle. He did. It's just that the defense for the Philadelphia Eagles basically collapsed and couldn't tackle. All right, Philly, let's bring it up. Because I think we're we're in – alignment this is if the Niners don't win the Super Bowl this year uh, I you're not getting it done this is their year they better get it done the Eagles have real problems Boomer and I mean I'll hear I'll foreshadow I'm taking Dallas I I think the Eagles have real problems is there a fix 
I, you know, this late in the season, I don't think that there is. I mean, you know, it's amazing. We're, they're a 10-2 and two team, and they've had a great run, and they've, they've been the number one team in the NFC since the beginning of the season. So I just feel like uh, all of a sudden they've hit a road bump. The 49ers hit their road bump earlier yeah. in the year. Right now the Philadelphia Eagles are in the midst of it because they played Buffalo and Josh Allen. They played Brock Purdy and San Francisco, and now comes Dak Prescott and the, and the Cowboys in their building where they are a completely different team. And I was – Writing something down, I think the Cowboys have scored uh, 49, 33, 45, and 41 points in the last four weeks. Now, those are against bad teams, maybe with the exception of the Seattle Seahawks, but they're not a great team. So they've they've really beaten up on some bad teams. And I do think that this Eagle defense is a bad team now all of a sudden. They're not good. Up front, they're okay. But remember, you can run on them. Here's the other thing. I know I know. listeners will probably get annoyed when I say this. Yes, Bill Parcells, you are where your record says you are. They should have lost to the Cowboys first time. And and if if Valdez Scantling didn't have milk cartons for hands, they lose to the Chiefs. <laughs> right, exactly. So I, I understand. You are what your record says. How about that Buffalo game? An- another one. Yes. So I look at it and I go, they easily could have four or five losses already. So, uh, Boomer, I'll tell you. It, I'm almost ready. If Dallas wins this week, and I think Dallas, you got to move them above Phil. I think Dallas well, yeah, wins well, the East. Well, the thing that's really shocking is the fact that the Eagles have given up 76 points over the last yeah. two weeks. Now, they were two good offensive teams, San Francisco and Buffalo. But, man, to give up that many points yeah. back-to-back in your building. By the way, they were playing home in both of these games. Oh, I know, because we had Dom DeSandro all over the team. Yes, we did. I, I mean, boom, enough. <laughs> enough. So let me go a little inside football here. You can't do anything at the vet on the field without Dom DeSandro knowing about it. He is the head of security. He got himself embroiled into what is unfortunately a bad situation. It's a bad look. There was another memo that went out about personnel on the sideline that are not in uniform, that are not attached to the team, specifically as coaches or players or trainers. And there is a memo that went out, and I'm sure that the Eagles will get fined for this, but he is the man in Philadelphia, and make no mistake about it. I'm aware. Listen, you're, you know, this game was intense, man. I know, but this I don't had need revenge. This was the, the guys were jawing at each other the whole way, and I know Dom is right in the middle of it. I don't need you getting with Dre Greenlaw, okay? Relax. And if you ask me, he did the Eagles a favor. He did. That's a great trade. It's a great trade. I love that Secu- trade. Head of security for all pro linebackers. Yes. Great trade. <laughs> Packers. I thought they'd play well. I couldn't predict them to win. I want to go through this. First of all, Jordan Love, you as the former quarterback, what are you – I feel like it's real. Yeah, it is real. You know, that uh, performance against Kansas City uh, the other night was really good, really special. And with 10 weeks to go in the season, if you remember, GM Brian Gutenkus basically said, we got 10 games to find out who our quarterback is because yeah. he was asked a direct question about Jordan Love's development. And all of a sudden now he's 4-1 and one in his last five, 3-0 and oh in his last three, in his last three, eight touchdowns, zero interceptions. And two of these throws that he makes against Kansas City, one on fourth and one, and the other one for a touchdown at the back of the end zone to Watson, were beautiful throws. He stayed in the pocket. He read the defense, knew exactly where he was going, and dropped the balls right where they had to be thrown. To me, that's a kid that finally is getting it, understanding it, and he's gotten better as the season's gone on. So I think they're a real team, and this could be one of those teams that comes out of the pack, that's been struggling pretty much, you know, three-quarters of the season up to this point, and now all of a sudden it's pedal to the metal time, and they got the Giants on Monday night. So they have to win the Monday night game, and the next thing you know, they're going to be right back in the playoff mix, and don't be surprised to see them 
traveling on playoff weekend. Yeah, and I, Boomer, I, maybe it's an overreaction, but I, I saw it firsthand what they did to the Lions on Thanksgiving. You watch what they did to the Chiefs. They're getting healthier, right? Devondre Campbell got back in the lineup. Shire Alexander, Boomer, I, you I could have a you could have a three six matchup in the playoffs yeah. with the Packers visiting the Lions. I told my listeners in Detroit, you don't want that. No, you don't want. You do that. not want that. And, and here's the last piece to it. Yep, they're calling the way that this thing looks. This is what Lafleur always wanted to do. You couldn't do it. He had to make concessions to Aaron. This is now his offense. And you start, it all makes sense now. And all the secondary weapons, that's a credit to both LaFleur and Love, where Wicks, Jaden Reed, you know, all these secondary guys, it, it, I got to tell you, I'm really impressed. I will say that Aaron had his guys in Green Bay. A lot of these yeah. guys weren't his guys. Yeah. It's going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. It ended ugly in Green Bay. He made it difficult on everybody there, except for a couple of his buddies. And now, finally, there's a breath of fresh air. Looks this right. young quarterback that's listening to his coach, not getting in the way, not being an impediment of growth to younger players. And they're blossoming. And, and they are blossoming right before our eyes. Chiefs, um, are they more vulnerable than, than anyone's willing to admit? You believe this, that Patrick Mahomes has never played a playoff game on the road outside of the Super Bowl, which is a neutral site. And they're going to they're gonna have to go on the road. I don't see how they're going to get the number one seed. I mean... Look, he's the greatest player in the game today. He's an awesome, you know, he can he can beat anybody yeah. any any given day. But he just doesn't have the same type of people around him other than Travis Kelsey. And even Travis is a little bit distracted. I mean, you would be distracted too Yeah, but if, I, you, if you had that going on in your personal life. Look, it's one of those deals. It's week 14. You kind of are what you are. I, I've waited three months now for them to, quote, get it right on offense. I said to you last week, they're a defensive football team. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's uncomfortable to think about it. They're going to have to win games 20 to 17. Yeah, you know what I like? I like the way the Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott, and Tua Tungabailoa are playing the form, the position I used to play. And the way they're playing it is drop back, read a defense, get rid of it. When I watch Patrick, I watch Jalen Hurts, I watch a couple of these other quarterbacks, Josh Allen is doing it too. There's a lot of hero ball. There's not a lot of like quick decision-making, getting yeah. the ball out of my hand and let my playmakers go do the, the playmaking for me, maybe because he doesn't have quite the playmakers that he used to have. Right. And they won a Super Bowl with this group, by the way. I know. Which is really amazing. It was but, a, and their defense miracle. is better than it was last year. Uh, Sean McDermott, I, look, I, th- th- this is something to me. You know, I was talking with – Mr. Eddie Scazzeri, the legend earlier, you know, who was sitting on this for four years? So McDermott, a 20,000 word piece uh, in a team meeting. He's been forced to address it. He, he talked about team building and organization and of all the things he could use. He didn't use Normandy. He didn't use like, remember the Titans. He used 9-11. I mean, but Boomer, here's my question. I mean, are we at a point this guy's going to lose his job for, for this? I hope not. I mean, I, I lost over 200 friends on 9-11. You know that my, Foundation offices were in the North Tower on the 101st floor. And while it is insulting, it's 
it's it's not something that a, a man should lose his job over. I don't know what the context, the total context of why he brought this up. It, it's like bringing up, you know, the Holocaust. I mean, like, why do you bring up Hitler? Why do you bring up the Holocaust? Why, why would you bring up anything about that unless you were truly being, a, you know, saying something negative about that, which right. is what we all should be saying. So, I, you know, Sean McDermott is a quality guy, quality coach. Bad choice, and I don't even know how it even gets out of the meeting. Well, that's my that, – look, look, there's there's a couple things. Like, I get so tired of cancel culture. To, to err is to be human. Like, he made a bad choice. Noted. It was stupid. Also noted. But my thing is, it, I don't understand how a mistake costs you your job when you make a, a bad choice of word. Yes, you can apologize for it. You move forward. I – I can't sit here and tell you he should be fired for this. I can tell you he probably should be fired for wasting the Bills Super Bowl window and ever employing Leslie Frazier. That's my opinion. That's a different story. Right. I mean, that, that's legitimately looking at the football program. I don't know how this story gets out. Two apologies this week, one from him and one from another guy. We'll get to really quickly here. But this apology, I believe, is sincere. I believe Sean's a very genuine person and a great football coach and he's not going to lose his job over this specific reason. All right, let me tell you about well, – and look, we're going to get to the picks. we got a lot more to do. We didn't even get to the true or false section. We were so verbose to open I, the I, show. I would just say this really quickly because I know you got to get to that. The other apology is from Joe Beningo here locally with Rob Sala on, on the phone uh, or on the radio show, God. just basically exposing all of Rob Sala's text messages to him. I think he sincerely apologized this week. And I want to say that I accept, I feel like I accept his, his apology. I just hope that Rob Sala, his buddy, accepted it. All right, let me tell you about Casamigos. Smoothest tequila on the planet. Enjoy the entire family of Casamigos tequilas. The Reposado, Añejo, Blanco, Cristalino, or the Mezcal. It's Casamigos. Brought to you by those who drink it. And Casamigos tequila reminds you to please celebrate responsibly.